What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are in the sequel trilogy now, and I am very excited to be talking about The Force Awakens, Episode 7. It's crazy how far we've come, but we're here. I'm Glenn Rodriguez, and always with me is Cody Repass. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. We are winding down from the journey that is the Skywalker Saga. And like you, I am very excited to talk about The Force Awakens. Bro, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to see Rise of Skywalker opening night, Thursday night. Thursday night preview night. I'm going to go see it on Friday night. And I'm seeing it Saturday <laughs> afternoon. I have tickets for all three nights. I love uh, it. Yeah, I, I do this every year. And we're going to talk about why. Because it's such a great tradition. And it started with this film. Um, so wh- where were you when you saw it? Um, I don't know if you were in a different place. I don't know if you were there. Like, how excited were you? Well, let's go back all the way to the, the beginning. When you heard that they were making a new trilogy, Episode 7, continuing the story... Where were you then, and how did you feel? I felt pretty good. I I didn't really care for the prequel trilogy. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed Episode One. I did even as younger kid. I didn't enjoy Episode Two that much. Uh, episode Three was awesome, but I was skeptical. And it, as soon as I saw the first trailer, it just pulled me right back in, and I was excited. I remember watching it. I went opening night uh, to my hometown's theater, and it was the the only movie that they've ever sold out. And it's just a three theater, uh, three theater theater. There's only three cinemas, uh, and two of them are tiny. Two of them maybe hold like sixty people, and their uh, first theater holds like one hundred and seventy five, maybe two hundred. They've remodeled it, but not the other two. And they sold out tickets to all three, opening night. And so we went, and the way they did it is if you bought your ticket, if you bought your ticket first, you got to see it in the in their best theater, of course. So luckily I got to see it in their best theater. I still remember watching it, and then we kind of made it a tradition, uh, my dad's side of the family, on Christmas we go watch the Star Wars movie. So I've already seen it, and... I'm going to, like you, you're going Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm going Thursday night for opening night. I'm going Sunday to get the exclusive poster and seeing it in IMAX. And then I'm going to wait and go watch it on Christmas with some of my family, whoever wants to go. I dig it, man. I dig it. Um, I remember exactly where I was when they announced it. I was in Philadelphia. I was living there. It was right before I moved to LA. And I remember like freaking out because I, as a kid, my dad had the first two books in the Thrawn trilogy in the Legends uh, canon by Timothy Zahn. I eventually read the third book eventually down the road, but they served as the unofficial official since it was an official, it was all official books and stuff, but it was like the unofficial episode seven eight and nine of like what happened after uh, return of the jedi and you know um how did the you know the empire handle it and how did you know everything else handled it and um 
I was hoping like they were going to take from that. Obviously, they took little bits and pieces and things like that from from that. And eventually, we got Thrawn back. Uh, we actually got to see Thrawn in uh, Rebels, which is one of my favorite things ever. So I was really excited. Fast forward, when the movie came out, I was in L.A. Um, I didn't see it the Thursday night, but I went the first showing at the AMC Burbank um, with my friend who I uh, my my roommate here in Chicago. Uh, we went and saw it, and then I went and saw it again um, two more times after that with my ex girlfriend, and I just remember coming out and like just very very excited about it very excited that we you know um got a new star wars movie and couldn't wait to see more of it yeah yeah i completely agree and i'm starting the force awakens off and i i still believe it to this day uh ray is han's daughter she is uh a step sister to kylo ren is that where you're, that's where you're going with it? I, I fully believe it. I swear, I, I thought of it, I thought it, during The Force Awakens, after this entire rewatch, I believe it now more than ever. I think, while Han, he was a drifter, always doing stuff, I think he knocked someone up, boom. Ray is Han's daughter, I 100% believe it. I just, I just have the hunch. Um, I'll reserve my, my thoughts on that. Um, I know what I'm going to, I'll just give it now because, um, it actually does happen in this movie. I forgot it's at the end of the movie. So I think she is a relative of Sheev. Um, and I'll tell you why. And it's not because they both have, they're not, they're British accents, <laughs> you know, um, I'm going for the way she fights. With the lightsaber, she holds the lightsaber and like kind of like jabs it, and she did that spinning move that she does in um, *Revenge of the Sith*. I think she's related to him somehow, granddaughter, daughter, something, um, descendant, clone, something. Um, there's something there that plays into, I guess, what we'll see in the new movie. And I, we'll see. I mean, both are great theories. They are definitely, I feel, ranked higher than her being a Skywalker. I think that's too easy, too simple, too just plain and safe. And as we've seen with Star Wars in, in general, they don't play it safe. No, and they don't care what you think. I mean, they're okay if you hate their movie. And some people do, some people love it. Uh, I I really enjoyed The Force Awakens, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, Ray and Kylo Ren are both phenomenal characters. People can call Adam Driver or Kylo Ren emo, kind of like Anakin in the prequels. Adam Driver is what they wanted a Hayden Christensen to be in the prequels. He is, he's, which granted, he's an incredible actor. He can do anything. Uh, we were literally just talking about A Marriage Story uh, and what we expect out of him in that. Uh, but what they were able to do, of course, you get your old classic characters back uh, with Carrie Fisher, uh, Harrison Ford, you get Chewbacca, you get everyone that the nostalgia acts. 
but they had to nail these new characters. And while they missed one, and everyone knows my view and my opinion on Finn, but they absolutely nailed Ray and Kylo Ren, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, yeah, going back to what you said about Kylo, you know, I, as soon as I saw Kylo on, on screen, the way he was, you know, of who he was and like how he talked and how his demeanor was, I feel like that could have been Anakin Skywalker. And I feel like that's what they're going for. Like, that's the reason why we felt like that is because that's what they were, you know, going for. And that's fine. And I love that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame that people hate Ray and say that she's a Mary Sue or whatever that is. I mean, the guy who made that thing happen is a scumbag anyway, but like, um, she's a great character. I, I'm so happy. There's a strong female, you know, star Wars character other than Leia. Um, and we're starting to see more of them come out and, you know, Leia started it and then we get a really good, strong character in Ray and she's charming and, and, you know, lovable and she's just a great actress. Facial expressions rule. Um, you know, when you she's know believable, it's going to be the best. What? Is she's going to be the strongest with the force of all time. Oh, I will love that. You know, if and, she's and people she even are beats... going to lose their mind. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I mean, I mean, there is. I mean, people have theories that she's actually the chosen one, and I know a lot of people don't like that. And I get it because it's Anakin. Anakin's the chosen one. You know, he was he was always the one who was supposed to be balanced to the force, and in some way, he did in death. But I mean, there's always another. You know, there's two. Yeah. There's always another. Yep. And especially if Ray is a, a miracle or a clone or something you know we, we 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 just don't know um one of my favorite things of uh of the film is the the chemistry between um of uh poe dameron and and uh uh what's his name you just said his name i forget his name now finn finn yeah i guess you remember finn um i love God, finn i hate that character why I hate that character. Explain to me, because I've never, no one's ever given me a reason. For me, I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with the whole jumping ship. Him, he he was a stormtrooper. He wants out of that life. He becomes a uh, resistance fighter. The, what lost me is at the end of this movie when he picks up the lightsaber and he legit like fights Kylo Ren. Not like whatever gets one swing with his lightsaber. No, dude has a legit lightsaber duel with Kylo Ren. I just thought they they made his character so much stronger than what he was. Like, and I just I couldn't get behind his character. At first, he wanted to run. Like once once he got away, he wanted to run. Then he wants to fight. I, I know he has a love interest in Ray, uh, but I, I don't. I don't know. I just I felt so distant, and I did not care for his character. And it, it gets way worse in the next film for me with him. Uh, but the the whole lightsaber duel at the end. Yeah, that's what really sent me over the edge. No, I actually, and I, this is why we work good together because there's things that you don't like that I actually do, and yeah. uh, vice versa. <laughs> Not I, often, but yeah, and and it's it's a good thing. But I I like that. I thought you know it 
it showed that yeah he was running away but at one moment when the moment they needed him the most to save his friend you know um he picked up the lightsaber and just started swinging it i mean you can get lucky you know um just swinging a lightsaber and uh but obviously he wasn't going to win and he gets his back slashed and um you know my man cut kylo ren like twice like no that's way too much offense for a dude that has never had lightsaber training he's never trained in the force he knows nothing about the force like but people get lucky kylo should have just like wore that little kid out but i think it's he got lucky and also kylo just confused he's a confused child basically like in a grown man's body Um, i just I, i just i still that was even when i was watching it in the theater it bothered me a little but I was so excited with everything else that was going on in the film that that didn't really bother me. The more I've rewatched it, and especially this last time, it it just really, really got under my skin. No, I hear you. And, I understand. And, and not much stuff d- does in Star Wars. I mean, yeah, Attack of the Clones is terrible. I cannot defend that movie. <laughs> There's stuff in other Star Wars movies that get under my skin. But this... This dug deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do like him and Poe, like, on screen together. A, a, a great duo that I wish they would do, like, a short film where they're they're a buddy a buddy duo where they go <laughs> around and <laughs> buddy cop, uh, police in the universe. I think it's great. And that's just a test that they're both great actors. I'm yep. a big fan of Oscar Isaac. I think that dude is super talented in many ways. And it was just really cool to know that he was in this movie because um, there is a little movie he did called Inside Lidwin Davis. Um, and I love that movie so much. That's one of my favorite, favorite films. So um, big shout out to them, too. And we got to see BB-8 and BB-8's great. Oh, BB-8 is I remember when they first brought him out on stage at Celebration and I'm just like. Wow, this is a cool looking thing. And like the the great thing about him in the movie is that the you know all the droids have personality. Like that's what my favorite thing about the droids, even the ones I don't speak. Um, but his was cranked up to eleven. Oh yeah, he was he was he's it was basically like a little child that has all the energy. And like I love that <laughs> when he like comes flying out of something and he starts to bounce. It sounds like a, a dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's amazing, and the whole um thing where Finn gives him the thumbs up, and BB-8 throws <laughs> out his lighter. <laughs> it was so great. I got yeah. a big pop in the, in the in the theater for sure. Yeah, BB-8, like what the Force Awakens got right, they really got right. You ha- you didn't have the dialogue problems that you had in the uh, prequel trilogy. Yes, that was fixed here. You brought a lot of the nostalgia acts back, like I said earlier. And the biggest thing is they, even even if you don't like one of the new characters, like I don't like Finn, uh, some people don't like Ray, some people don't like Kylo Ren, they nailed 66% because everyone likes two of the three. Agreed, agreed. Um, another great thing I liked about this movie, besides uh, the score, obviously, I mean, it's John Williams, is um, just the way it was shot. I mean, it was it's got J.J. Abrams as you know fingerprints oh, all over it. That, um, it. You can tell this is a J.J. Abrams film. 
he worked so good with the cinematographer and 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 you know we did get a little 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 lens flare you know you always got to get the lens flare in there um but no um it looked beautiful it looked like a star wars movie to me yep and and after i mean it had been how many years since uh we'd gotten a star wars film that i yeah i think it was like nine yeah i think it was, it's either eight or nine years and they knew they had to come back with a bang sadly it came at the expense of han solo i'm still sad about that ah uh, yeah it's uh someone ruined that for me beforehand so i knew that was coming and i mean i, I, I was upset but like i i didn't know the context of it you know and yep. seeing the context of it it was it was beautiful. The way they did it was a beautifully, it was beautifully done. And I knew like he didn't want to be in all the movies and, you know, yeah, I'm sure he was, he was coming back for one. He got a big bag for that, you know, of course. Oh, yeah. And, um, and so, I just, yeah. So I have a, a theory. Okay. I still think he hit the lightsaber. You think? I still do. Huh? I, I still think that he did it to to save that little piece of humanity that's still left in Kylo. I still think Kylo's going to return to the to the light. You th- you think? Yeah, the the la- the movie that's coming out is called Rise of Skywalker. If Rey's not a Skywalker, the only Skywalker that's left is Kylo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that makes it, sense. I mean, it has to be him, but I really believe that Han hit the lightsaber and sacrificed himself so that his son didn't have to kill him because that would really make him go full darkness nothing could save him and maybe han still saw a little bit of light somewhere down deep man that's a good theory we might we that might be something we see i mean that's that's realistic i'm hoping i mean i'm probably way off and kylo ren might rule the galaxy at the end of Rise of Skywalker, maybe that'd be the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, well, uh, imagine, imagine if we wins. get a dark, dark ending. I mean, that can't happen. That it's Disney amazing. and Star Wars. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um. Uh. What else can I say? Oh, so this is a bad for a lot of people. For me, I thought it was genius. Like, I thought keeping Luke at the end to the end. I thought that was very, very genius. Only because. It's not about them anymore. Like, yes, it is the Skywalkers. It's part of the Skywalker saga. But like, we got these new heroes, and and I'm they glad. Pass the torch. Yeah, they needed to pass the torch. And I thought this was a cool way to introduce. You know, I like the whole like Luke became bitter and like you know mad after everything that happened. Like, that seems like a very very like easy way. I mean, that dude. <laughs> I mean. He shows some signs of anger in his in his time, you know, especially when he was when he was fighting his dad and like in Return of the Jedi when he was like jacking him up there at the end and he had to stop himself when when the Emperor is sitting there clapping for him, you know what I mean? <sighs> and uh, I I just saw that as a as a good thing. I mean, I know a lot of people hated that because they a lot of most I would say ninety eight percent of the people went to see Luke. You know, they wanted to see Luke Skywalker again and. And uh, and Han and Leia and we got both of them and we got you know, um, they made got, up for little to no Luke in the Force Awakens with literally 
90 percent of uh the last jedi so <laughs> yeah 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 so um but uh but yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've heard that same thing like people i oh i wanted to see more luke and like no it's it's a it's a new trilogy dude like we got to have new characters we can't have 75 year old luke walking around with his cane trying to light up his lightsaber exactly exactly um do you have any like negatives to say about this movie not really. Uh, the only other positive that I, I want to address is uh, when Ray realizes that she's strong in the Force. Like her her facial expressions and the way she goes about it is it's perfect. Daisy Ridley's awesome. I love that girl. Agreed. Oh, let's talk about one more thing too because this is what kind of kicks kicks off the, the the lore and like who we're gonna end up seeing in the later movies and stuff. So. When she's with, uh, she's in Maz's like castle there, and like goes down and and she's she hears things, and then she goes and finds the lightsaber, um, and then she gets you know taken back through all these like scenes and like this vision, and you can hear certain people's voices. You can hear Yoda's voice, and you hear you hear Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan there at the end. Um, I love that, and like you know she was put back into. Um, Cloud City in that hallway where Luke and Vader was fighting. It was supposed to be a scene with, like, you know, you see them in the distance fighting and stuff. And and uh, it was just really cool to see things like that. And you get to see the Knights of Ren in that one scene. Like, the the only time we really get to see them until this new movie. And they're going to be all over it, which is great. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing more in the Knights of Ren. But I love that flashback and, and, her, and her stuff with Maz. So um, I hope we can see more Maz, too, in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that they can do in Rise of Skywalker, and with a two-hour and 34-minute runtime, I think we're going to get just about all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Um, so what is your rating for this movie? I'm giving it a four. A four? Okay, I'm four right there with five. you. Right there with you. It's it it's a solid entry in the in the Star Wars franchise, and actually, when I was talking with Ant when we did uh, the Irishman review, and he hopped on for the Mando Sanctuary uh, recap, uh, I think we've decided when we do our big uh, ranking at after we see Rise of Skywalker, I think we're just gonna do a roundtable, and we're gonna bring a couple people in, and. We're, we're going to have like four or five people give their uh, rankings of all the uh, Star Wars movies together. That way you'll get variation because I'm sure our list will be fairly close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, well, that's all the time we have for today. You know hey, where what are you giving it? Oh, I no, no, no. You said, you, you said the same as me. Never yeah. mind. I, yeah. I, I spaced it. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. No, we went long on this one. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Uh, so, yeah, that is all the time we have. You can find us on Twitter at RRFilmPod. You can hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com slash RRFilmPod. And uh, join uh, up for a little as $1 for some goodies, some good stuff. we got a lot planned for the rest of the year into the new year. We got, we, we're got we going to be sitting down talking about that soon. Um, and that is it. 2020 is going to be massive. Yes, sir. Uh, so that is it. Um, I'm Glenn Rodriguez. And I'm Cody Repass. And you've been listening to the R&R Pot of Film Star Wars edition. May the force be with you.
Always. Oh, my, my, I love yours. Mr. Yus humble servant. That won't be necessary.